Welcome uh, back to Each Shall Separately Collect Them All with me, your friend, or me, Colonel Rain's Car, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. It's been a long time since we've talked to you. Oh um, my God, it's I... been too long. Oh, and we did too not replace long. Brian Charles Rooney with an, uh, some sort of clone. It's actually him. <laughs> yes, he barely is. He barely survived PowerCon a little while back, and now yeah. he is drowning... <laughs> In a sea of Marvel Legends, because there's so many that have come out. He's drowning yes, in a sea of them. there are, and it's fantastic. Um, yeah. Well, where, the heck did, are, I, where the heck have you been? Uh, well, I was moving. Um, all right, here's the, here's the quick condensed yes, give version. Give us the 45-minute so, version. Yeah, I, I live in New York City with my partner and my son, who's four years old. We, My partner and I have lived in the same place for almost 10 years. It would have been 10 years uh, next month, we discovered uh, after there had been a leak in the master bathroom um, for several months that they just seemed unable or and or unwilling to fix correctly, um, that there were massive amounts of lead paint in the the walls, the baseboard, the windows, the the French doors in our we had, yes we had French doors in our um, <laughs> in our dining room area slash den. Um, all over the place. And this is like, quote unquote, luxury doorman building half a block from Central Park West. Sounds more glamorous than it apparently was. Um, and uh, we had to go to court. We've been to court several times. Apparently, this is the case with several other apartments in that building. Um, uh, there, there was lead in different people's blood. There are five families with kids who've been there their whole lives with some sort of special needs assignments by the city. Oh, yeah. Uh, there are two older, uh, well, not older. They're in their sixties who have had aggressive onset of Alzheimer's, which, um, th there's a large school of thought that, uh, lead can exacerbate that or cause it. Um, and different metals can actually, uh, aluminum has been found to do that too. Um, so don't eat out of tinfoil. Um, so it's been, it's been really rough. We had to leave. We had 10 days to get out because they had 10 days to fix it. So we had to leave. We were living in um, very nice hotels in the meantime. However, even though the building is supposed to pay for all of that, they didn't. So that is another reason we shocked. are going to court. Shocked. Yeah, I know. I know. Although the judge like ordered them to and and screamed at them when they said, no, they can live there while the work is going on. <laughs> Which is supposed to be done with like zipper doors, room by room, like these plastic zipper doors. Yeah, you cannot Everything. live when they're taking down lead paint of any no. kind. You cannot be anywhere near it. It's super toxic because people think that it's just the chips that kids eat and then like, oh, they didn't. Oh, they're fine. No, it's the dust. The lead dust is actually worse. Yeah, the dust it, gets in it, your lungs and it's one of the yeah, worst things. It affects adults as badly as children in that way. Um, they did the work. But they did it wrong, and we believe they did it wrong awesome. on purpose, and there are a bunch of reasons for that. But they did it wrong. They didn't cover our stuff. They destroyed all of our our, our two couches, our rugs, uh, any lamps that had material. Anything with material, they basically destroyed. Everything else was, was washable. Um, so for the week and a half after the work, before we were to move into our new place, <clears throat> I was going there every night or every day for a couple of hours um, and washing things and getting it ready for 
movement either into storage or the new place. Um, so most of my toy collection is in storage. Fortunately, I had packed up most of that and moved it ahead of time. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a toy podcast. That's what I'm worried about. Is Strawberry yeah. Shortcake okay? Is she yes. okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strawberry Shortcake is, needs to get on the corner and make me, make, make, make daddy a dollar. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I uh, or on eBay anyway, and make daddy a dollar. Um, so all that stuff, my kit, my son's toys, same thing. A lot of, like, you know, our, our, important stuff dvds um personal belongings things like that or, or personal and nostalgic things are were packed up but there was plenty that wasn't and it was it was Oof. disgusting cleaning it like i i had i developed a rash i developed sure, a throat yeah. problem i i developed uh um i had like an in, this is gross but i had like an infection on my neck from a, like a cyst or something and the doctors are like yeah this Ugh. is all related to that Ugh. um yeah, Gross. my eyes my Horrible. eyes got so swollen that I couldn't wear contacts for three days. <laughs> I had to do three uh, shows okay. without like, basically Yikes. blind because I don't perform with my glasses. And I was like, yep, okay, can't see anybody. Oh, well. Um, Yikes. Yeah, I mean, that was all good for our case. However, I don't know that I, you know... It, I have I have a couple friends in high places in New York City government, so it turns out that this may Whoa. be you know a good thing for us in that you know whatever the damages will be enough to to kind of cover what we lost, but it will also I think keep this company from harming anybody else again. This 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 yeah, landlord because they horrible. own other buildings, um, that's and that's kind of that's been my focus. Uh, that and getting my son into his new school year and um, and just keeping keeping things sane. <laughs> this this all sounds uh, this all sounds like very important life altering things. But the important thing is is during yes. all of this, did you buy any toys? Oh yes, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Have um, you for the last couple of well, months? Are, are there any new toys in your home? This oh is what the, this is what I want to know. This is I what the people yeah. in Australia want to know. <laughs> the people in Zimbabwe. This is what they want to know. Is what new toys do have led on that? Yes, because we have listeners in over fifty countries, which is you're not, dang right. Which we is do. not a lie. Um, so it thank you, listeners in over fifty countries. Yeah, we appreciate um, it. Thank you. Yeah, we do. Um, well, I I I went to PowerCon. Um, which was fun and fantastic, and in a new location this year. Uh, what is uh, what is PowerCon? <clears throat> Pow what is PowerCon? Well, Power not for Con. me, but for people that don't know what PowerCon is. Power, sure, cover. Okay, PowerCon is the Masters of the Universe convention every year. It is He Man Nerds. Oh yes, oh yes. It's fantastic though because it's still small enough at this point where people know each other and it's it's basically a reunion of friends in the fandom, but it's it's gotten pretty big and and each year there are really great guests. You have people like Melinda Britt, who was the voice of Shira originally, and Katra and and half that cast, um, Alan Oppenheimer, who was the voice of Skeletor and Man at Arms and Cringer. Um, there have been. Uh, voice actors from the 2000X cartoon, uh, writers from all of the different cartoons, from Filmation, directors. Uh, we had the director of the live-action movie a couple years ago, actors from that. Uh, this year, they had Kevin Smith as a guest interviewer, uh, interviewing Bill Beneke, or not 
Was it Bill Beneke? No, it wasn't Bill Beneke. Um, oh, it's terrible that I can't remember his name right now. Um, I'll, I'll find that while I'm talking. But uh, it was a setup. Uh, a, friend of my, a friend of mine and yours, Ted Biaselli, who works for Netflix, had kind of hinted at this, sort of. And um, leading into PowerCon, and, and, uh, and then it turned out to be obviously a very elaborate um, setup. But they, they did this interview with uh, Kevin Smith, who just randomly came in to interview one of the top dogs at Mattel. Um, and everyone thought it was kind of strange because, you know, why is he coming in? And it was obvious why to me anyway. Um, Rob David from Mattel was the guy that, uh, Kevin interviewed and, uh, Rob's been great. He's been a very big proponent for He-Man and She-Ra at Mattel and kind of keeping it alive and keeping it going. Um, and they wanted to do a new cartoon, so they are for Netflix called uh, Masters of the Universe Revelations, and it's going to kind right. of pick up, pick up time mm. timeline wise where the filmation cartoon ended, and and incorporate, you know, some of the newly created uh, history and um, and backgrounds and all of that. And the season, I guess, goes along. It follows Tila, who is <laughs> who's apparently find some things out about her friends uh, and uh, kind of loses it and goes off on a, on a quest of her own to really understand what it means to be a hero. And then the second half of the season follows Evil Lynn and, and kind of explores what it means to be a villain. And I, you know, aside from, you know, the possibility of She-Ra ever being in it, that, that's a pretty strong through line for me as a fan um, because in the old days, even though Tila was there a lot, never really got into a lot of her she was just personal a story. Yeah, kind of. Um, a little I mean, more there were exceptions. She was the friend. She was the best friend yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, Yeah, she was, she was functional. Um, but it would be nice to kind of further explore her background, her motivations, where she's going, etc., mm-hmm. and and then Evelyn especially um, in two thousand the two thousand X Masters of the Universe really kind of built up her her background and made it really interesting. And if you don't know yes. that, I would look up the MVC uh, Creations comics and read those, uh, particularly the Shard of Darkness story, which you can get in trade paperback. Uh, gives you a lot of really cool information about Evelyn and and her background. Um, and I've and I've her. actually heard a lot about this television show because one of the writers, one of Kevin Smith's yes. writers in the room, was our guest <laughs> yes. on episode Tim, ten, uh, episode ten, uh, yes. Tim Sheridan. And Tim Sheridan's a longtime friend of mine, and he is one of the writers on the show. So he's actually, after the announcement, has told me a little bit more about what what he's working on and what's going on, and that's exciting. And some of the storyline that you've talked about, and and it all sounds like a really interesting, um, kind of exciting. You know, having a cartoon out is a big deal for a franchise. Yeah, and having some Quite. sort of media leading up to a new movie and things like that means for you, Brian Charles Rooney. There's going to be a lot more toys coming out. So tell yes. me the toys. Forget this stupid animation. Tell me what toys <laughs> were announced and shown at uh, shown in detail at PowerCon. Well, we know that there was this 
Masters of the Universe Origins two-pack that was revealed at San Diego Comic-Con and that it came with a new version of He-Man and Prince Adam. Prince Adam in his blue vest mini-comic costume, which was really cool. They're highly articulated versions of the vintage style, the vintage buck. And uh, I didn't get one at Comic-Con because I wasn't at Comic-Con this year. But my friend Ricky was able to uh, order them for me and check in at the booth at Mattel. And then that allowed you to have your stuff shipped to you. Strange roundabout way of doing things, but that's how they did it. Um, and it's an incredible set. Uh, my friend Nate Barch. Yeah, I'm very uh, sad that I don't have one. I really wanted one. And well, I'm maybe maybe you will. Um, maybe you will. And, oh, um, okay. and uh, yeah, and uh, Nate Barch and um, uh, Axel Jimenez, both of whom I uh, interviewed at PowerCon for the um, packaging art panel, uh, did the art for that box. And it's really cool. It kind of opens up into a, a giant mini comic. <laughs> um, and you have one side with Adam and one side with He-Man. And in between there are pages. Um, and Val Staples worked on that. And a couple other people. Tim Seeley. Um, and it's the kind of kickoff for this he masters of the universe origins line. And, um, it's, there's a new, a new, uh, brand manager at Mattel and she was really enthusiastic, which was great to see. Uh, her name is Brit shots and she's accessible and, and kind. And, um, she is working with, um, Ruben, uh, who, oh gosh, uh, he worked on the classics line, I think somewhat unwillingly. I, I don't think he was as big a fan of classics as he is of this new origins effort, but the origin effort is going to be kind of recreations of the vintage stuff, hopefully with some inclusion of, you know, characters and figures we didn't get like queen Marlena. We talked to Brit a lot about getting queen Marlena in the line. And she was actually kind of unaware that that had never happened. So um, hopefully that will happen. They announced a uh, two-pack of Prince Adam and the Sky Sled, and I actually talked to Britt about possibly changing that because I said, this is an item that a lot of us would buy multiples of, but we don't need five Prince Adams. You know, maybe you can make it so that Prince Adam turns into an army builder if you include another head and maybe a different outfit. Um, You know, maybe like one of those guards from the old Point Dread... um, uh, danger at Castle Grayskull story where they had the more kind of medieval outfit uh, or just change it out and put a palace guard in there or a skeleton warrior or something uh, because the sky sled's going to have two different heads, the evil and the heroic one, the two different side panels to um, make, make them either heroic or villainous rides, which is really exciting too. Um, and she seemed really open to that. Uh, and and uh, hopefully that will that will I change. Was really, I was really excited that they showed Battle Cat. Yeah, I was just gonna say they they but did. But I was they really hoping that it came with a cringer. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll get. See that to me, that's the two pack they should do is Adam and Cringer. But um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Or a three pack like, Adam Cringer and Orko could all go yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, I I think there was maybe perhaps a, a, a certain plan about how this was going to go. And then they decided to change it. And then they, I think they've kind of, I wouldn't say rushed cause that sounds negative, And I don't mean that at all. I think there was kind of a, 
hurry up, let's get as much out there as we can for PowerCon because it's so significant and it's going to coincide with this announcement. And then we can kind of step back and refine what's going to be offered right. because they did say that it won't be offered until the fall of next year, which is... I know, my God, we have over a, long a year <laughs> before these figures come out. They're announced and we have over a year yeah. before I get them in my green yeah. hands. I know, and, and that means there'll be another Comic-Con exclusive before we even have them. Mm -hmm. So... Um, a lot of people were even talking about that at PowerCon. I think it should be the Green Goddess, Shirella, and uh, Tila with her blonde uh, updo and her uh, Alcala, Alcala so uh, crown. Oh my gosh. Slash so long hair, slash like <laughs> outfit that you can kind of take apart and make it into oh. the different mini comic versions so that you can buy regular Tila at retail, but you can also have this mini comic version. I think that would be a cool two pack to have. Sounds real um, nerdy. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, there was also uh, at Comic Con and also available at, at PowerCon the She Ra and Shadow Weaver doll two pack, which is amazing. It's really well made. Um, it's a beautiful display. I, I I bought two. I have one in the package and one to one out of the package. And the She Ra in there is the best version of all all three that they've released so far. They've released Two at retail, one regular, one battle armor, which is really cool actually to have because it's a new version of She-Ra. And that one comes with Swiftwind. Um, and then this version comes with, this this deluxe version comes with Shadow Weaver, who also is really nicely done. Um, and it's they in the look style beautiful. Of, they do look really yeah, beautiful. In the style of the new cartoon. Um, I did, I have a friend who gifted me the other four characters for my birthday. I had a really good birthday this year, to be Jeez, honest. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, I, I, I have really generous friends and it was really, um, really kind of him to, uh, send me his extra set. Um, so, uh, th th and I have to say they're fun. I, I, w I still wish they were action figures, but it's nice having new Shira product on the shelf. Um, and then, uh, they also offered the horde zombie, uh, also known as Slime He-Man, Slime Pit He-Man uh, figure, uh, classic style, and as well as a three-pack of Slammerai and the two Snake Warrior, Snake Horde Troopers, which were the last of the 87 concept figures that never made it into production, or at least theoretically never did. Now, my friend uh, Tom uh, Brisky and I have done articles for the Foosh with what ifs like here are 700 different characters you could see made in classics over the years and a lot of those were made um this this ninja character is all you know tom designed it based on a black and white drawing and he designed it such that he was kind of the inverse of ninja -or. so he was white with um kind of a turquoise blue uh, accent palette so for like the belt and his eyeballs, his face, um, and he decided to make him a ghost, a spirit who could kind of transform into other things and, and phase through people and be completely silent. Um, and, you know, the, the guys who run PowerCon and HeMan.org, uh, in conjunction with Axel Jimenez, decided to go a slightly different route, but it was not all that different. It was basically the same design. He just was a corporeal human. and um, But he does have the blue eyeballs. 
his his weapons have the blue accents. So it's actually really cool to see a couple different friends have some input on something that was never made and see it, Come you know, in plastic yeah. form. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, the, the thing I was, uh, yeah, yeah. The thing I was most amazed by the slime he man that three pack was how fucking, pardon me, freaking expensive they were. Uh, yeah, yeah. And tell, well, me, and about, offering, tell me about off- how expensive they were. <sighs> I don't even remember. Um, I, I blocked it out, so I'm gonna look it up because I can kill time doing that by saying how the um, <laughs> the, uh, the the pa- PowerCon is offering their extras. Um, soon. If you haven't received an email about that, or if you're not hooked in and you want them, go to thepowercon.com and you can you can find that out. Um, you mean everyone couldn't afford the million dollars worth of figures well, that they had to buy? The thing I'm like, dude, you can't charge. Right after right after Comic Con, okay, people don't have money. Exactly, one hundred and sixty-five dollars mm-hmm. for the three pack. And $55 for the Horde Zombie He-Man. Not to mention the um, uh, $50 for the 12-inch 12-inch uh, Starburst She-Ra doll that they offered, which was a consolation to those of us who have been begging for a classic Starburst She-Ra figure, the first vintage variant of She-Ra, which was never made in the line because we didn't get there. Um, because it was delayed in favor of a new version of She-Ra, New Adventures She-Ra, um, which is great, um, that my Nate, friend Nate Barch also designed, which it, I actually quite like. Um, however, it's just a little frustrating that I never got that Starburst She-Ra, as that was the only She-Ra I had as a child, and it would just be nice to have her. Maybe um, one day you, know. you will. You're still I, a young. You're still a young I, man. Not, I don't know. But, um... I, don't, I don't know about that. I, not not if Ruben has anything to do with it. Um, I, I you know there are people on Instagram you know with accounts like we want more Masters of the Universe classics. I I fully appreciate them and I fully appreciate the possibility that we might have more of those. We might particularly have more Cat Club Grayskull, but it's not likely to be outside of PowerCon exclusives. And if Super 7 can somehow, you know, finagle an agreement where particularly in the next in this this com- this year since we're not getting any new product um from Mattel until next fall, it, you know, it would be nice to have one more wave of Club Grayskull. I don't know that that's going to happen. This is not a hint people listening. This is not me going, "Oh, maybe it'll happen." I don't think it will. But it would be nice if Mattel allowed that to happen because I think Super 7 could pull off quite a good wave of, of figures to kind of temporarily finish that off. I do think that going back to classics and Club Grayskull figures is entirely possible if this Origins effort does not last. Um, but we want it to because... You know, we don't want well, it to fail. Well, what's interesting, and we've talked about before, is we had heard some hints that the Comic-Con exclusive was going to be articulated versions of the yes. original style figures. We had heard hints of this. We just couldn't say anything about it. Right. And then when we saw them, uh, we were sort of blown away and really excited about it. And mm-hmm. for some reason, for me, it ended up being the Masters of the Universe figures that I always wanted was really nice articulated versions of the originals. 
Right. And that classics, though I did collect it for the first maybe three or four years, I ended up selling them all off, but I right. did collect them for the first three or four years. This actually scratches the nostalgic itch far more than the classics ever did. Even though classics That's is a beautiful line, these new Origins figures actually scratch the itch of... Because to me, no offense, He-Man was a very childish line to me as a child. It was something that I felt like... Yeah, I know. Was billions very of, billions of dollars are very childish. They're very childish, but it was a, it was a line I felt like was more of dollars. a little kid line. <laughs> and GI Joe Transformers was a slightly mature line. Maybe this is just my oh, feeling because sure, yeah. I'm slightly older than you. I'm 27. You're 24. Just because I'm slightly <laughs> older than you. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the ages. I'm laughing at slightly. Right, slightly. I'm slightly older than you. Maybe it's just my perception of, of them at the time, and I did love them, but these, and I had everything, and I took them everywhere with me in my Castle Grayskull stuff full of figures. Right. But this one, real, this these really are scratching that itch to the point of where I'm like, if these are at a decent price point of, say, $19.99 or whatever, which is not a decent price point, but if they're $14.99, even better, right. um, this might be a line I could really get into for 100 characters if they wanted to get crazy. Oh, I hope they do. Um, Although you know, they're fourteen ninety nine, I think is the is the suggested retail. Great. And and I had friends going, oh, that's amazing. And I'm like, what? Like these were five bucks back when we were kids. I I get the times have changed. That was but thirty years ago, dear. I know, but <laughs> the uh, the United States had zero control over oil at the time, and now it has I most know. of now the we control. Have all control. So I'm so like, what the hell? So <laughs> like, when are we? Mm -hmm. When are we starting to get the dividend from that? I, I mean, that well, that's this another. is a great question. No, this is a great question I have for you is things that make me salivate, make me drool mm -hmm. when I look at you know what we call toy porn is things like Super 7's Thundercats relaunch. Uh, yes. Like, that's like toy porn, right? They put mm -hmm. all these little commercials together if you follow Super 7. And they our were amazing. Brian yeah. Flynn that we've had on an episode before. He's pushing all the right buttons. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. You heard him on our podcast, and he knows what he's doing. He's no fool. Um, but, boy, those are drool-worthy, but that price. I know. The price uh, yeah. is not terrible. But it's just enough for you to go, I can't collect that line. Well, part of the reason, I think, is because that they didn't stick with the the existing Ultimates price uh, was so that they could go for it. Because they made an announcement about this and they kind of explained it. The the going forward type idea is that in case these tariffs go into place, which are right. a terrible idea because they're not going to punish anybody outside of the United States. And I don't know that... I'm, that a lot of people really understand that or not, but it's worth reading about from an unbiased source um, because that it does affect your wallet in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, American companies will be paying more for products that they produce outside of the United States. And the problem is that it's like, well, oh, well then have them produce it here. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen because it will cost them too much here. Now, that sounds like, oh, poor companies. Not really. They could absolutely produce them here and hire Americans and have them work for a good rate, you know, and, 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 and produce high-quality things. They just don't want to do that because they want their profit margin to be 1,000% or higher, which has become an ongoing trend, and that percentage of profit margin gets higher and higher every year. You know, I get it. 
the more money you make, the more you want to make. It's it's of course. It's this just is why my Marvel it, Legends cost nineteen ninety nine or twenty ninety five or twenty four ninety five. Right, and are going to to start. You know, they're going to be twenty four ninety nine. Although the side note that that Thor has been on Amazon for fifteen dollars, which has been real interesting because I thought and he's that's, sitting that, at Walmart for yeah. fifteen dollars right now as well. Right. They're on clearance and, big time. All of the new eightieth anniversary is on clearance right now. Good. Good, because even though they're amazing, and they really the, most of them are amazing. I I don't collect the movie ones, as you know, but I, I just they're got the Hulk and Thor. That's that Hulk figure is the figure I've wanted forever. I've wanted that um, Hulk figure for forty four years. Yeah, that that yes. Thor figure is as well. And so I, yep. I, I of course I'm an idiot and paid full price for them. So but, did I. But you know, because and we don't have a Walmart, so it wouldn't have mattered. But um. You know, I I do like the fact that they're on clearance so soon after they were released because Hasbro will get the message and they will either go back to the, you know, the $20 price point or they will stop making them. And it's like, you know what, companies, your your profit margin is plenty high enough. This costs you five cents, six cents, 10 cents, whatever it is especially with all the part reuse they're using. And, and in some cases, if anybody looks at their Emma Frost figure, the fingers are longer than the rest of the hand. And it's time to redo that mold because it's starting to, it's starting to get a little soft. Um, but I, I, I think these companies need to realize that if they are not going to, if they're, especially if they're going to let the quality kind of suffer, um, you cannot charge $25 for a retail collectible figure. Now, imports, that's something else, something from Super 7, something from Mezco, something from NECA. That's a different story. Those that's are lower products. runs. That's different. There's, you yeah. know, they're made of better, usually made of better quality material. The paint is usually better, you know, depending on the company. Um, that's different. And that's, you know, much lower run. But you can't charge... You can't charge $25 and have an Iron Man or a Thor with, you know, a smudged face or missing oh. pieces or switched limbs or a Mr. Sinister like the one I got where the this is the second Marvel Legends like this where the hand comes right off because the loop the loop inside is looks like a a U and it's missing you know it's just malformed and there was no product test on that particular figure apparently mm-hmm. you know i sound like a complete complete well, nerd <laughs> king of the nerds but I I care about that stuff. I'm spending hard-earned money, and I am help along with all the other hundreds of thousands of collectors. We're keeping these companies in business, and it's it's annoying. It's really it's it is it's very gonna, annoying. It's gonna it's gonna get to the point where it's not just annoying. It's I'm moving on to a different company. Um, That's you know. kind of where I am for most of these things. I can tell you the 80th anniversary Marvel Legends, which we can talk about in a little bit because I think mm-hmm. Marvel Legends stuff that's happened since Comic-Con is pretty exciting. Yeah, but, very. Um, I had to look at, I don't know, 10 Thors, probably right. 15 Iron Man. I think my friend Brian, the other Brian, um, right. and I went through six or seven Captain Americas before we found a suitable one that had, <laughs> right. that, that eyes weren't pointing in the opposite direction. Right. Um, and you are king of the nerds. I mean, you do have a Superman hat on and a full She-Ra out- <laughs> Starburst She-Ra outfit, and it does look very nice on you. wearing my Starburst She-Ra outfit. <clears throat> it is dirty. <laughs> if, you follow, if you follow him on Instagram, you know he's Oh, lying. well. 
Um, well, no, I, I, unfortunately, you know, I d- I, ironically, I don't have one of those. I only do that in plays and musicals, my friend, and that's for a check. <laughs> I don't do that for free. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. It's I'm, like I'm getting, I had to I, order. I had to order that 80th anniversary Hulk because I have not seen it in person. The two pack Hulk and Wolverine. Yeah. I had to order it Same. from GameStop online because I was worried about never finding it. And I was all I did, and I'm not religious, was pray that his eyes were looking in the same direction and he didn't have some horrible splotchy marks on him or he wasn't messed up in some way. And luckily he only had one little tiny imperfection on the back of his shoulder and that's it. I wonder if that's the same thing. His face was fine. It was like one little little white spot underneath where the shirt sits. And I'm not taking, I'm leaving the shirt on. That's where mine is. Yeah. Same. So you have the same one. And a lot, I've noticed a lot of imperfections, like the brand new, um wolverine with his cowboy hat like casual wolverine the GameStop exclusive casual wolverine i've noticed a lot of them the hat the reason you're buying the figure is because it has a new head it's got a new hat exactly um as it's "It's got a new hat (laughs) but the hat in the very front of the brim of the hat has a mold issue and i've seen most of the i'd say 95 percent of the photos i've seen people taking it including mine have a mold issue at the at the brim at the tip of the hat is a mold issue and it ruins the figure uh, and it's just like oh my god and i didn't notice it because i was so excited to find it i just right. like okay his eyes are looking the same direction his paint looks good we're good to go because his hat's sort of up in the packaging you can't really see it i pulled it out i was like what the heck is this blemish it's horrible and if yeah, you guys are out there you, you too mr rooney if you look up you'll see it has a little imperfection at the tip of the hat most of the figures i've seen I haven't have seen that figure yet, so I, I will. I, I really wasn't planning on buying it because it's just. Oh, he's amazing! Uh, no, he's amazing. <laughs> and that really? head's great, except for the imperfection. He's amazing. Uh, see, casual Wolverine to me is the one from the Sentinel set, which I still don't have because I'm still waiting for a Black Friday price on that. Oh but, yeah, me too. I'm not. Um, no, thank you. I'm I'm waiting. Um, but to me, that's casual Wolverine in that jacket. Um, but See, when I was growing up, nice. Casual Wolverine was him in his tank, black tank top, you know, with his cowboy hat on. Right. But that's me. Um, uh, I am 27 years old, so I have been reading X Men <laughs> for quite some time. No. Um, I could have I could have children that age. I mean, no, the um, <laughs> that's frightening. So pivoting um, away from all of your extremely nerdy talk that made our listeners fall asleep about PowerCon. About PowerCon. Um, about PowerCon with you and your fellow nerds and some of our friends, of course, guests that we've had, where I'm sure you saw at PowerCon. Yes, some of I our did. former guests you saw at PowerCon, which I is awesome. I saw Tim, which was really nice, only for a, f- a few minutes because he was in and out uh, for that panel yeah, I know, surprise. Yeah, doing his thing. Yeah. Um, um. So you saw some of our other friends on there. Penny Dreadful, I, I'm sure, was there. Yes. Although we didn't even see each other that much either, because she was also support uh, running panels, as I was, and we didn't. That was the that's just one final comment about PowerCon. That was the oh, strange God. thing. The fact that it was in this new new location in Anaheim, right near Disneyland, and in a much bigger hotel, which was a little bit like the 87 live action movie gray skull um that i and we all everyone i talked to had had mixed feelings they thought you know i liked it in torrance in cal you know which is basically part of la because it was bright and it was smaller and you could see everybody when you wanted it had a nice outside area it was 
you know, in the middle of kind of everything. Anaheim is a very separate place and it's yes. Disney and very or remote. nothing or nothing, yep. you know, it's and, Disney and, and neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. And, and there was really no shopping there. You know, there were we, every other time we, you know, we make a point to go shopping, you know, toy hunting or whatever. This was not really an option this time. And the hotel was so large, unless you made a point to see people, you didn't really run into anybody, which was, oh. you know, sad. And, 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 um, and I did miss a lot of people. It was great that the con was bigger than ever and, you know, really well attended. And I think that's a positive. But it's obviously, you know, an adjustment. It's a growing pain. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember when Comic-Con used to be nice and small, 10,000 right. people, and you could have right. a good time and see everybody right. and walk around. And now it's an, a horrible mess. Um, PowerCon's still a nice little con, though, where you can sort of at least visit with people, I hope. Um, that's, I kind of love those little cons like that. Right. So um, I feel bad for you guys being next to Disneyland cause you did get to go to the new star Wars land. Cause I did see you and Ted and all yeah, those guys post photos was, from there. It was terrible. <laughs> so I went to the one here for the preview, um, here at Disney world as well. So we've both been, so let's oh, do a good. little, tell me a little mini review of the new star Wars world. Um, Jakku or whatever the heck they call it. Do they call it Jakku? Um, they spent no, a they, billion no, dollars on each one. It's called something else. A billion dollars. Was it worth they a billion did? dollars? Uh, uh, no. Okay. A billion dollars? No. The, you know what made it worth it was being with all of my friends. If I had been there alone, I think, which I have done, you know, when I've gone with my family to Disney, Disney World, which I prefer to Disneyland. I prefer that it's actually a world. It's like a city state where they yes. have multiple resorts and it's the multiple greatest parks. In the universe. It, yep. it is. It, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's just. It's, I was Disneyland. just there. Yeah, I was there on Friday night. So Disneyland yeah, is cute. It's it's great. It's but, great. It's, it's it's Walt's Park, and that's awesome. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not Disney. Disney world. It's not Disney World. It's not um, 48 square miles. No. Um, it was. Um, there wasn't a lot to do. But you know what I have to say? I had the most fun doing Star Wars related was the virtual reality shooting game at Downtown Disney. Um, and if you get the chance to do that, and I don't know if they have that, at, I'm they sure they do. They have it at Disney World. Okay. Then we mm -hmm. have to do this together because it was like the yeah, best please. time. And I literally, I know I'm not supposed to like doing this and the guns are horrible, but it's a video game. And so who cares? I had the best time, and I was like, I need to do this again. I need to shoot robots and wow. get rid of them. Like, it, I, I started to get nuts. I, I was like, oh, I'm one of those people. Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's like, stay I, away from AR-15s. Well, yes, mind. obviously. Again, a video game with a laser gun, you know, <laughs> fake laser gun is a lot different than a real thing. I, I'm sure that would not be fun. Like, I don't have any desire to kill animals. Yeah. More well, on yeah. dead animals later. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, I had the best time. It was me and, and Ted and uh, my friend Julian Menya, who's a, a French director slash L.A. director. He was worked on Ben 10 and Garfield. He's got a new project project uh, with a major distributor coming out. Um, he's fantastic. And uh, my friend Mary Cohen, who is also uh, like queen of the nerds and, and one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Um, it, it was, uh, and, uh, my friend Jarrett and a couple other people. It was, it was really, it was fantastic. Um, and, 
I did not have an experience like that in the park. The the Millennium Falcon ride was cool at first, but I thought there's absolutely no real interaction in this game. Like none no. of the buttons we are pressing is doing anything or doing anything. No, they are doing something. Uh, if you're the pilot, it's doing uh, something. Maybe. Yes, I know there's the different gunner, versions of it. The gunner is not doing anything. No, the other one's like, not doing anything. I got I got I was like, 89 or 90 percent on that shooting game uh, on, the, on the virtual reality shooting game and then um uh and then in, in the, the millennium falcon game which is far easy more, far more easy it was 35 percent and my friend mary did it again the next day because she went back and she said i got like 33 <laughs> i was like yeah that doesn't make any maybe sense. you guys just suck at that game i don't know no it was the, probably I, not walking through the corridors of the millennium falcon was amazing Getting into the cockpit was amazing. I thought the ride or whatever it was, game slash ride itself, was much ado about nothing. It was fine. It was cool. It was whatever. It, just being in the space, I thought, was more interesting. Yeah. The thing the thing I loved most was the blue milk, I got to say. My favorite <laughs> part about the entire new so the land cantina, then. is the... No, no, I didn't get to go to the cantina, but they have, oh. a blue, the, they have a milk stand where you can get blue and green milk. Oh, like on Tatooine, and I you didn't get that... any. Oh. No, I don't. I don't know. No wonder you didn't have that. a good time. Well, I well, had they... a good time when we went to the cantina. <laughs> although I have to say, because I don't, I, I I don't drink often because alcohol doesn't do much to me. Um, it has to be certain types, and I have to, you know, base. I, it just I have to be in the right state of mind. It just doesn't do much for me. But I was like, I have no responsibilities today. I'm gonna do whatever I want. I had an. It was a nice, you know, moderate buzz which is as best i can get um and it, but it was great and and it was with my friends but the <laughs> this lady working there was one of the character waitress people and she was literally screaming at people to stay in their area because you have to reserve a time and then you have to reserve yep. an area so yep. you're either like at the bar at the the peon tables which are the standing only middle tables where everyone bumps into you and pushes you as they walk by or you're at the banquettes which are the tables with the you know on the side with the the side booths basically god help you if you sat in one of those seats and this woman saw you because you would be ripped three oh, ways yeah. sideways to next thursday read for filth and threatened with expulsion and it was like lady yep. we paid how much to get into this park and how how yep. long are we here really does anyone yep. really care yep. um they've apparently so, been having a lot of troubles with the cantina trying to figure out how to operate it right um but it's also apparently the land has been a disappointment they have not it has not brought in the people they thought it would bring in. right i well um, I, to be honest i'm not surprised because there's not a whole lot going on there it's I, beautiful yeah, to I, be it i loved all the booths like the kiosks with like the animals like you could mm -hmm. adopt the animals and i love the toys and all the the stuff yeah. that they the details are great my only and i thought it was beautiful i thought it was one of the coolest lands they've ever created I yeah thought it was absolutely. one of the best things it's they've ever built incredible. at disney it's beautiful. The ideas, the immersiveness is great. The only problem is I've never been to that planet because it's not in any of the movies. Right. And I've never cared about it. Why isn't it Moss Eisley? Right. Right. Like, why isn't it a place that I've known for 40 years Thank that I've you. gone like to cantina, multiple times why, over and over where's again? The band? Where's the, like, where's why the lady? wasn't the cantina <laughs> that cantina? <clears throat> right. The cantina. And why was, why is it? 
a weird place that that was my thing with the choice was it's more yes they're sending us to a land that no one's ever been to but why not send what was the choice in sending us to a land that we haven't been to instead of one we have been to where we can go right. that's where chewy hangs out and that's where that's where Greedo got chopped a shot, and that's where the guy, whatever, got his hand chopped off. And, you know, like, right. why is that not there? And why is, like, the blood stain not on the floor from when that happened? And, you know, right. like, why did we choose that instead well, of... Like, um, like all the other immersive Disney things. Like, you know, you go through the park, it's not just one world. It's all of these no, different it's places. Multiple like, you have, yeah. you have Agrabah, and you have, you know, Fantasyland with all of its different... You know, I mean that you, Cars you, Land is unbelievable. Oh yeah, totally. The Bugs Life Land is really neat. I mean, like all the different areas are so cool, and this area is cool. It's amazing. Like I told my friends that are super Star Wars nerds, it's amazing. You're going to be blown away building, right. a, especially if you want to spend money, because the trinkets and the <laughs> right. little stores were unbelievable. <laughs> like they had the chess piece or like the Dejark pieces for Chewie's little chess board. Yeah, and they actually had the figurines of those pieces, and I almost fell out of my, you know, I, I fell over. But they were two hundred fifty dollars, so I didn't get them. But I was just there yeah, was a friend the of mine, detail for Ricky Star Wars nerdies. The, yeah, the Leia's ring, and it was like yeah, they had Leia's they, ring. They had they, like the communicator yeah. that Luke talks to C three PO and the stormtrooper yeah. communicator that's a Bluetooth that connects oh, to your then, phone. Then, I mean, like the, the lightsabers. The, a bunch of my friends lightsabers made one. were amazing. So that was cool. They had that stuff there is amazing, but it was all unfamiliar. I was like, what is this place? Right. And maybe that's what they wanted was us to have wonder because it's a place that we've never explored in the Star Wars universe. Uh, but I feel like that was enough. in Moss Eisley and there's a land speeder there and mm -hmm. Luke's cloak or we see, you know, Obi-Wan walking around or Chewie or whatever, even if it's an amalgam of land. Or a Jabba's Palace ride or like, Jabba's or, or Palace like or... scary, not Haunted Mansion, but like a, like a Jabba's Palace danger place i don't know I, that sounds stupid but like no, where you go some, in and you but have i to know like what you're talking about through, something you know, like, you know something i don't know like i don't know because the ride in. also was based on the cartoon <laughs> character the hondu the cartoon character yeah and i'm like who the heck knows who this character is except eight-year-olds right and maybe that's who they built it for but i i don't know yeah that but that's strange to me because kids aren't into it and kids don't have money no, they don't. Uh, to well, spend they on have, it. And they adults have... have money, and Disney's become such a big thing with adults. I've been going my whole life and always loved it, and now it's the cool thing to love Disney stuff. But, um, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but to bring it back to action figures, because this is an action figure podcast, mm -hmm. there are exclusive action figure box sets there. Yeah, they're okay. They're kind of boring and overly expensive. They were overly expensive. Uh, they, they had things like I already had. And they were like, never mind. Yep, yep <laughs> don't care. But there like, are I wanted, really the, my I favorite. I wanted the robot. <laughs> And and then the the uh, is it Hondu? Is that who I'm thinking yeah, of? Is in the, is the ex same. exclusive? Yeah, he's in the other set. Yeah. Yeah. So you want Hondu, of course. He's in the exclusive, but you got to pay eighty dollars for him. Right. And I was like, I already um, have these other two figures. I don't. Yeah, I'm not it's doing Ray this. Ray and Chewie. I was like the most common figures of all time. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like they guess they had a bunch of extras, and they were like, we're just putting them in these three packs. Speaking um, of Chewie, the guy that well, the Chewie was there in the park. Yeah, of course, he's hanging was around incredible. doing stuff. Incredible! Like whoever was playing Chewie right now at Disneyland or was in August deserves a raise because he was not only one of the most interactive performers I've ever encountered in a Disney park. He was real. Like the the physicality was perfect. Mm -hmm. That the mastery of the costume, you know, was perfect. It was, that was incredibly, that was wonderful. So that, you know, 
that type and that type of interaction is really important. Oh, it's more it's than the, just some kind of, of one of the best interactions I've had at Disney is with Chewbacca when he told me Merry Christmas and gave me a hug. It was pretty great. Right. Um, <laughs> but to get back to um, toys, there was a little set of shops inside the place where they have all kinds of different shops, like a popcorn one and a animal one or whatever. My favorite was the toy shop where it looked like they had like stuffed animals and stuff like that, but it would look like toys that had been made out right. of local materials and like wooden stormtroopers and things that would have been handmade by somebody that owned that shop in the land. I thought that was a really neat experience. It was that really cool toy shop they had. Right. I did not see, I, I've seen pictures. You didn't I've go not, to it? I did, we did not see that. So maybe How did they you don't guys have miss that. all this? See, no wonder you guys didn't have any good times. You were too busy taking selfies shop. and not enjoying no, the no, toy shop. No, where all the shops were, like the Jakku, the little shops. There was the shopping area with all the different, where like you could uh, adopt the salacious crumb and the little animals and the porgs. Yeah, the we saw mouth. that. Yeah, it was right there. It was right there. It was a little toy shop too. Oh, at least there's okay. one at Disney oh, no, no, World. No, there's no, a little saw, toy shop. We, we, then we we did we saw that and there, yeah and I yeah. there were a couple like little the cute little stuffed Jabba and the cute little stuffed you know Wicked and all that stuff um but since it's been a long time since we chatted and we're almost at an hour we've got about 10 minutes left of this podcast <laughs> what i wanted to chat with you about was um all the reveals at comic-con marvel legends all the new oh things God, thunder yeah. thunder super sevens thundercats super sevens peewee herman ah! like uh, uh, peewee's playhouse ah! like any of the new oh stuff that God. comes out that has come out, what are you most excited about? You are playing with some new mutants that I you am. found I'm in like, New York I'm City, which I'm not even looking at you because I'm literally. He, he's playing with his new mutants, uh, <laughs> which I haven't found yet, but apparently New York people have them, and he yeah, only new has York one. Is, he doesn't have three; lucky. he only has one. Yeah. But um, tell us right now what you're most excited about. Right now, I'm well. What I don't just, have it is... can be a few things. It could be things you have or don't have. Super 7's Pee Wee Herman reaction line. Absolutely. Oh my god, holy cow. And the card you can, backs you can create the, the backdrop back. of the playset? Yeah. Use the car backs and make them into the playhouse. And now I have to figure out how to do those like plastic vacuum seal cardboard yeah. things because I want to make it into the real thing. Um, well, you can that... still get the old Galoob one if you want. I have it. I have it. Yeah, I, I used just... to have two of them. I love that <clears> thing. I just want to have it in the, in the right scale because I don't know that that yeah. would be in the right scale. It's a um, little too big, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a little out of scale. Um, and uh, Super Seven's Ninja Turtle line, this not the reaction one, the six, it, the the seven inch one. That yes. After seeing Baxter Stockman in person at PowerCon, I was like, "Yep, in, done." It's I am like in the front. ultimate I was, Ninja I wasn't Turtles. Going to yeah. be. I was going to buy my, Michelangelo, Michelangelo, and be done with it. And now I'm like, nope, nope. I'm going to sell a kidney and figure out how to get this because. You know, and then Thundercats obviously is exciting too. But I didn't get the first wave. I know that's terrible. I support everything they do. I didn't either. I didn't. But either. I just couldn't afford it, and I have the original Mattel ones, and I I'm okay with that. Like I'm not. And they're the same figures, so it's yeah. Fine. I mean, I did I did the with extra the Masters of the Universe Ultimates because they were different enough for me because I'm that much of a completist and a nerd, and and these were obviously different too in slight ways, but not enough for me as a more casual Thundercats collector. Of course, but I am still excited that that line's coming. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding um, me? Yeah. I mean, everything that they showed was was pretty exciting to me in some degree or another. Uh, to some degree or another. Um, Any Marvel, Marvel Legends stuff you were very Marvel excited Legends, about? Marvel uh, Legends... I mean, the, well, 
the Alpha Flight set, but that that was kind of after that was after Comic Con. Um, well, it can be Vol- anything uh, since we've recorded. Vulture, really excited about that. Doctor Doom, really excited about him. Um, what else is I, I? I I was a little underwhelmed by them this this time, not by the re- the releases, but just by how much they actually decided to reveal. I thought that was I thought it was a little less. There um, wasn't any I, major bombs thrown. No. There was nothing major. It was more like okay, yeah, we needed uh, we needed a vulture, even though I still kind of like the Toybuzz one better. I scrawnier. Um, Right. And, you know, I mean, they showed some stuff that we really needed. Some some of it I was excited about. It was okay. Um, I think the yeah. New Mutants three-pack is probably the thing, or the three the set of three was one yeah. of my most exciting things. The Danny Moonstar set's really cool. Yeah. I did get that, and it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's, like, playability, especially if you have other figure bucks. Like, if you have the Kitty Pride figure, if you have the original team box set with Jean Grey, that works a little bit with... with with that, like with um, Wolfsbane, especially uh, if you have, um, and then obviously Emma Frost coming out was a big deal for me because it came with the Bob haircut head, and I put that on that my early Hasbro. That's why I haven't bought that figure yet because all I want is that head. Yeah. I don't care about that version of her because yeah, I, I like the really White either. Queen version of her. I just Same. want that head, and it's going to cost me twenty dollars for a head. Yeah, I mean, I put um, I put a picture of my custom on our on our pod on yes. our uh, Instagram. So if you haven't looked, anybody who's listening, check it out. Uh, I made a cape. I used a Shuri figures cape and made a white back, light blue, white inner gray furred cape for her. So she's like my stand-in until we get something a little more official. Um, and I'm I kind of hoping want both. for that want... Hellfire Club two pack one of these days. Or I, I rumor it was rumored to be a four pack, but I'll take the two pack. I will take or whatever, whatever and, and it is. Sebastian I'll take Shaw it. and now I I, yeah. I feel like it will be four because they'll do Selene, uh, Emma, Sebastian Shaw, and somebody else. Let's um, hope so. Something. Um, the more they need more or white or white Magneto or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I that so that was exciting. The um since we've talked, I mean I've. The amount of stuff, the Hulk Wolverine two pack I, I acquired, that's amazing. The Colossus Juggernaut pack is great. Ooh, the yeah. X Force wave, the Boom Boom figure is incredible. Yeah, boom Boom's out of control. Um, I mean, she's high quality too. She's not made of mm-hmm. cheap. So I don't know if and she it's was made just a while like ago. Her. She's great. She's yeah, great. Yeah, and her the posing ability of her is incredible. Yep. Um, the Cannonball figure is great too. I know she does. He he needs legs, but he's still great. So, but why does he um, need this? Is what everyone complained of the whole Marvel Legends community. I can't believe he didn't come with legs. I'm like, uh, he, he should. Who cares? Have. I, I you know who I know ca- but he should. Have. Who wants him in that stupid '90s Robley filled outfit anyway? <laughs> that's a ter- he, it's a horrible. That. That's a I horrible look. That. The only See, great thing Robley filled ever did was Cable oh, and Domino. Every, all the rest of those costumes are horrible. Shatterstar oh, and Feral. Oh. I loved X Force too, but Cable and Domino were his best creations. And Deadpool, da- yeah, like, Domino, definitely Domino and Deadpool, and those were great designs. But the other designs are so '90s crap. They're so bad. Oh, and that Cannonball's fun, outfit is so bad. He looks so much better in his original New Mutants <laughs> outfit. And hopefully we'll get one of those. That's why I don't care if he has legs. And that blast off effect is amazing. Like yeah, everyone it complains really is. about it. I'm like. This it is really one of the is. coolest Marvel Legends they've given us, and the outside-the-box Marvel Legend 
that they've yeah. given you, and you're all complaining. No, that's you're true. Of, that's true. And those of you listening that are complaining, you can all go to hell. <laughs> We're all or, there. Or as Brian Charles Rooney and I call it, we call that Australia. Oh, just no, I think kidding. That's where I'm gonna, course, I think that's where I'm going to move. Um, that's actually not a terrible idea. The figure I, I was most excited about, the two figures I was most excited about reveals at Comic-Con were the She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Shang-Chi, nice. the 70s Bruce, Bruce oh, Lee knockoff, yeah. which I love obscure characters from the 70s. That's stuff that I grew up on because my cousins handed me down all those books. So anytime we get Blade or... Morbius, the living vampire, or uh -huh. Shang-Chi, or like these random daredevil characters and things. Like that stuff, it makes me very, very happy. Now, yes. Brian Charles Rooney is showing me some of the X-Men retro line, and that yes, line is pretty spectacular. I have all of them except for Cyclops, because I don't know if <gasps> I need X-Factor Cyclops. See that but was I my really first, love that, that was my first storm. Cyclops figure from the Toy Biz. I know, you know I had that one line. as well, and and he's a great figure. I just want to. I think I want him on discount. He's Cyclops. So I need him on discount. Yeah, you will. Um, I need him on oh, discount, this, but I have all the rest this of cool them. Thing too. No, yeah, he's just showing my, me my, things, and you can't see fake, them. He's showing me fake, random Marvel <laughs> Legends. <laughs> my fake Lilandra figure that's made of a silver sable body, Lilandra head, uh, Shuri necklace, and. Um, uh, Black Knight Comic Con. Mine's got the cape. Shuri cape, <laughs> the, sh the Shuri cape, and I put her on the Black Widow, the retro Black Widow. Um, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, the other, um, I mean, Marvel Legends is exploding right now because I have a feeling they're trying to give us the best versions of everything. Yeah, that Iceman's got the worst head of all time. The, night, <laughs> the new Nightcrawler is really beautiful. Iceman but that head has got the like... So the Iceman also has an issue, like the hat on that Wolverine. Every single one has a weird line down the face. Does yours have yeah, that as does. well? Yes. Yeah, it has a weird, something just, in the mold that has I a weird line down the face. I just rationalize that as being ice. You know, well, so did owner. I because I paid twenty dollars for it. But <laughs> I also don't I, love his stand. I think it's cheap. This is the it, question I have for you. Yeah, it's a horrible. I, I'm using some of the. I'm using the old yes, Toys one, which is which uh, works well with that it. right now. That other thing's like a skateboard. I don't even know what the hell that is. It's bizarre. Um, yeah. But the question I have for you is: Do you think? Uh, oh, the other figure I was excited about is Strong Guy. But the, oh, um, totally, speaking of bad yes. '90s designs, and, and obviously those two packs, but we kind of knew they were coming. Yeah, the, the two packs, we knew those. Or were the coming. three, three pack and the two the pack. new Jean and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah and Polaris. The and question I have for you: Do you think that Hasbro is pumping out all this product? Because we're at what 80 figures so far this year, yeah. and another 20 or 30 coming out. So we're going to be over 100 figures just this year. Yeah. That's I, I can't do math, but that's like one figure every three days or something. It's something crazy. I it's, think it's, it's something crazy. Things, it, it's one of two that, things. Why do you think they're pumping out so much product and giving us finally classic great Hulk, classic great Thor, classic great yeah. Cap? Why do you it's think they're one, doing it? It's one of two things or both things. It's one to avoid the tariffs. Um, although they keep saying that they've moved out of China, so you know, and I don't know how great that is because. The quality control yeah, that means they're in Indonesia or you know India yeah. or something like or, that. Or yeah. as has been rumored for a while now, they're losing the license in a year yes. to Disney or to whoever. To, to Disney's gonna keep it and make their own stuff, which is gonna suck. Do I you think. think that is the rumor I've heard as well? Is that the reason we're getting so much product is because Marvel Legends, as we know it, is going to end and Disney is going to bring all of their brands in house like they've done with Star Wars? They're going to do with Star Wars and all kinds of other stuff. 
Yeah. Um, they're going to bring their, especially Marvel's the one they haven't brought in-house the most. Um because they've been spending all their money on making movies, but now they've got Great. the money. Diecast Marvel figures, fantastic. I know. Do you think? What do you think they're gonna do? Do you think they're gonna dump Legends and give it like relegate it to the status of like subscription, like Super Seven style, like classic style, or do you think they're going to continue the line or relaunch or I like hope that it's a not different subscription, scale? just because there's plenty that I don't want. And they will focus on movie figures, I think, more than anything else. And that's going to annoy me. Um, but, you know, that wouldn't annoy a lot of other people. So that may work for them. I I hope they either... See, I don't want them to end it because I really enjoy this line. And I like cherry picking it. Um, you know, cherry picking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I che- I cherry pick too, uh, and right. I only have five hundred of them. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I. <laughs> but there's I really, way more. I really do enjoy them, and it's it's. Um, they've now kind of they've definitely usurped DC for me, and they haven't usurped Masters of the Universe. But there's just not anything really going on with Masters of the Universe, um, so it's what I go to, you know. And I you gotta I enjoy feed the them. beast. You gotta feed the yeah. beast. And I, I I like these variants that we're getting. I like classic versions. I like the 90s stuff that we're getting a lot. Um, I don't see Disney doing... I mean, if if Disney were kind and smart, they would avoid the mistake that DC Collectibles made when Mattel... Uh, when, they, when they started making... Um, they're not the icons, but the uh, yeah icons. Instead of making icons the same scale as DC Universe, they made them a different scale, and I thought that was super super unwise because you ended up losing a whole bunch of collectors who did not want to start a different scale. And Mattel obviously was able to continue with multiverse. Um, I don't know if that was a legal thing and they just couldn't, uh, but it. It, it, it you know it made me not collect DC collectibles icons and then obviously essentials fit better but by then it was too late um, although I am buying that Balint Catwoman from that line so that that's going in my DC well, multiverse Marvel collection. Legends will be in two years it's going to be its 20th anniversary 2021 it'll be the right. 20th anniversary it's t- it's it's we're almost 20th anniversary of classic Spider-Man classics next year 20th anniversary, um, but, but do you not think of, that they're the gonna Hasbro they're gonna version. end it? Not of Hasbro, but 20th anniversary of Legends yeah. in general. Um, you think they'll let it run to the 20, and then they're like, "Let's change it all," and you have to recollect for the next 20? They might, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what my gut tells me. Yeah, because I feel that's like what that's these companies what's do. gonna happen. Yeah. I'm really, if they do They'll do it, I'm really hoping or... for a beautiful four-inch line G.I. Joe style. That would be okay yeah. with me, and I probably would collect it if they're better than those Marvel Universe figures, which they could be. Yeah. Well, they'll be cheaper to produce. <clears throat> they'll be cheaper to produce, cheaper to collect. If they're $10 a piece or something, <laughs> they'll still be $19.99. <laughs> they'll probably be $19.99. Four inch storm in our original costume. I mean, and that's another fear I have is that they mm. will not give us things like Storm in her original costume or Emma in her White Queen costume. Or you um, might be or the if blob, we're getting close to the end. Or you Pyro might not be might not be getting them. They'll they'll say, well, we'll save these and say, screw this, 
and put them in the first wave or second wave or third wave of the of the new yeah. line. And that that will annoy me cuz I could very well continue with a new a new line at small scale or whatever, but I'm not I want to have, you know, there's a top 10 for me. There's both white versions of, of Emma that are the most popular, the Astonishing X-Men and the White Queen. There's the first appearance Storm. There's Firestar. There's a new Blob, Pyro, Toad, Avalanche, Warpath, um, Feral. Um, I'd love a new Domino that's, you know, original costume. Actual original costume, yeah. Um, uh, who else are we missing? Uh, either Banshee, <laughs> or a Siren and Banshee. Hasbro's uh, made a banshee already. They made Blob. <laughs> has, Hasbro has. Hasbro made him. That was I in the dark days. Those, were... those are the dark days of Hasbro. When Hasbro first took over the line, I banshees Blob went for those was first two waves. And no, Blob is one of the Hasbro build a figures from the first couple of waves. So they've made Blob. Technically, you they've made Banshee. Every technically, day. they're not in the nice new styles. They're more in the toy biz style. But yeah, but still they have technically made them. They have not oh. made a decent White Queen, that's sure. They haven't made Toad. And Warpath, they haven't made. I'm actually surprised. I would be really shocked if we don't get Toad and Warpath sometime soon. I mean, and a maybe Brotherhood. Pyro. And maybe brotherhood Pyro. The rest of the Brotherhood. I, I think the rest of the Brotherhood is something that we will see before the end of Hasbro. Yeah. They could um, do a box I'd be set really with a new surprised. Blob. New blob, the way they've gone, yeah. Pyro, Toad, and Mystique yeah, the way again, they've gone all in on, even if they re-release that blob and paint them better, um, yeah. the you know they've gone all in on X Men. I would be really surprised we don't get that. Um, um, Excalibur, I need to see. Uh, that's I something need... I've wanted for a hundred years. Yeah. Excalibur, because yeah. we've got one, two characters, and we need the rest of them in the right outfits. Yeah, we need Megan. We need. Um, Phoenix, we need um, Shadowcat. Uh, Shadowcat, and we need. We need well, a nice I mean, Captain in Britain. Scale, the one we have is fine, in scale, but... Lockheed, not that little miniature thing they right. gave us. <laughs> right. Well, that's they'll never do. That's they'll just make that again. I think. Maybe. But here's the thing. The last thing I wanted to say to you, Brian Charles Rooney, is um, we have a podcast, and it is here. It is. It's called Each Told Separately. Collect them all, and we're going to keep doing it. We may not do it as often as you like because we've had a lot of complaints of "Where's my new episode? Where's my new episode? Where's my new episode?" <laughs> and I understand we the have podcast. Lives, people. The the podcast that I listen to, I get very upset, especially the ones that are like weekly. I get very upset if they're not on time, and I understand because no, we I, sort I of schedule our lives around things. But I knew we would have to have hiatuses, so let's consider this. Those first 13 episodes were season one. Now we're starting season two. Yes, I like and that. here we are. Like we are now in season two. You had to wait a few months for the season. I apologize, but we are now back in season two. And in this season, we will have more special guests, of course. You bet we, yes, will. we will. We had some good ones in season one. We'll have some more in season two. We have a lot more to talk about in vintage lines. We've got a lot more to talk about in modern lines. And, of course... We have a lot more to talk about, unfortunately, with Masters of the Universe. So that will never go away. Because <laughs> Brian Charles Rooney will want DC to continue. We'll continue to. Well, there's nothing there. But let us well. continue to bore us. He will continue to bore us with his stories and details of Masters <laughs> of the Universe. And maybe one day he will take off his, his Shira Starburst costume that he's been wearing since PowerCon. It's getting a little dirty. And his son is wondering what is up with daddy. I but that's wore it okay. To- 
I wore it to Disney. I wore it on the plane. I know you did. You're um, wearing it right now. Don't lie to these people. Actually, they no, know I'm, better. I'm, it's gonna it's gonna change to an Emma Frost costume. I have absolutely become Ooh, obsessed with that character. <laughs> um, I do love that character, uh, but that figure sucks. It's a piece of crap except for that head. Like it's yeah. a piece of toilet paper except for that I know. short know. I mean, give me a break. Well, That's this, terrible. I that mean, is a horrible figure. Who I saw is, it again. I saw it again the other day. Like, I really need that head. And we're talking about the black figure that everyone the black, keeps trying yeah. to pretend like they think is great. It's it's, it's horrible. It's, the sculpting is terrible. It's a yeah. horrible figure. It's a piece the of The boobs crap. are Why awful. Did, give like, me the white have queen. Any boobs. No, and, it's and, it, and you turn her chest and then this this, this straight line goes one way and her boobs go the other. And I'm like, really? It's so really? crappy. It is a piece of crap. But that's okay. At least they're trying to give us something. That head was worth her coming out. The for, head's the gorgeous. Head is the, the bob head is gorgeous. The it's a little young looking, but it's, heads, it's young, but it's a beautiful head. But we will continue to bring you all kinds of toy-related nerdery uh, in Season 2 here. And we do appreciate you guys listening. We will post a lot of this stuff, uh, photos of things we talked about on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. And you can follow us all over the place. Um, so thank you guys for continuing to listen. And yes. thank you, Brian Charles Rooney, for coming back from the dead. And I've yes, also, I'm hey, here. I can't lie. I had a busy summer. I directed Shakespeare plays, and I've directed She Kills Monsters, oh, well, yeah. and I've been busy, and I'm a college professor, have, and like, I have five jobs. classes. Yeah, I'm a college professor. I have five classes I'm teaching right now, and we just had to get all those started. And then we had a hurricane in Florida, which ruined everything. And so there's been all <gasps> kinds of problems. I thought that was and in I Alabama. Just, and I just heard, no, that was here. And I just heard some thunder or something mm. outside. That was weird. But we I'm do kidding. have three more I'm hurricanes kidding. on the way. But um, you guys keep listening. We'll keep pumping out content. So for me, Colonel Rain's car. Thank you, and Brian me. Charles Rooney. And uh, we apologize for all of the really boring Masters of the Universe references. We will keep those down to 20 minutes in the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> No TV, no TV. What? Oh, no. Hello, I'm Pee-wee Hermit. Talking Pee-wee is really cuckoo. He's naughty. I know you are, but what am I? Soon you'll be that way too. Whatever you may do, it's so much fun when he's with you. Banana sandwich? Arr! He'll go wacko. He'll go cr